I don't I don't have a whole lot to talk about this game. Just hasn't been a lot of you know, stuff going on. Yeah, um, I've just been really busy, so I don't really know what's been happening outside in the world. I know that it's fall now because it's dark whenever I drive home. Yeah, and it's uh, actually getting a little colder now, so that's yeah, that's something. I have to wear a hoodie when I go into work. It's like we're in San Francisco or something. Uh, except there's less feces. There's less have you been to San Francisco recently and saw a bunch of feces? Uh, well, I've heard stories, and I, I was in—I was in San Francisco like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I do definitely remember smelling urine on something, like a bus station or whatnot. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but, but like having to step around human feces is is a thing in San Francisco. Yes, sure. Um. But uh, yeah, I've mostly just been uh, playing more Kingdom Hearts stuff. Um, Have you figured out the story yet? No, no. <laughs> Still, I've I've kind of been avoiding it. Uh, avoiding the story? Yeah. Okay. And uh, one thing I've noticed is that there's so Kingdom Hearts one, the remix thing or whatever, had like a couple of optional bosses, but. That was kind of it. And there was a few extra scenes that didn't really amount to much. But were they all hard like the Sephiroth thing or were they? No. Okay. Uh, they, well, the one that I, okay, yeah, yes. They were, well, but they were gimmicky. So like Sephiroth is just kind of a, a straight up like he's got some patterns you've got to recognize and there's some like kind of, a, there's like a bitch of a move that like insta kills you. Yeah, his one hit kill move with things. Yeah. Um, but uh, the these optional things are more just weird gimmicky fights. Like the one, the one that I actually like tried and beat was like in one mode he only takes damage from like you can only attack his hands and he'll like do this like crazy. You you can't use any magic, and in the other phase, like only magic will bring down his barrier, and so you can, but you can't damage him physically. And, but you have to like defeat, take down his health bar in both either of these modes to like get him into a state where you can actually cause damage to him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of, it was kind of a pain. The other one was like a, a guy that you're flying around the whole time, and he puts like a doom counter on you, and you have you can only he has a a color coded jewel, and you have to cast stop on it's at the peter pan clock tower area mm-hmm. you have to cast stop on the clock tower in order for the doom counter to not cut the count down all the way and then you can only hurt him by casting enough other like specific magic spells on him and then um you can actually damage him physically and i was like oh this is really tedious because i only have like eight spells i can cast because that's how the magic system worked in in one was you have like a meter but the meter is built out of pips and so you can only cast like one spell per pip except for a couple of spells which take up two pips so right um so yeah and then it's yeah it's just really irritating so you so it's like basically if you don't have a crap load of ethers or whatever yeah you have to have a crap load of ethers. You also have to like make sure it Goofy's in your party and that Goofy doesn't because he has a thing that'll like he can give you MP. Mm-hmm. And but also you can't do any physical damage to the guy, which is the other way you can build up MP back outside of using ethers. And so it's just really like not it's just really lame. It's uh, probably why it wasn't in the game to be to be <laughs> the game, the original game. <laughs> Yeah, and so I was just like, nah, I, I don't, I don't like this first game's combat enough to like bother with it. So I just said, bah, and yeah. passed on it. Uh, but in two, they've added a lot of weird optional things. Like they added, uh, like four or five optional bosses that are like organization thirteen people that you killed in Chain of Memories, 
So having not played Chain of Memories, I'm like, who are these people? Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of fight them. Um, and then that's a way to get uh, specific crafting materials that you can't get any other way. And then there's also these um, Organization 13 mushrooms. Because you remember the, those like the white mushrooms in the original game where you like had to cast magic on them or do something, or the blue mushrooms where you had to like juggle them. And then there's these black mushrooms and you have to do, they each have a weird challenge to them. And, um, and you, that that's another thing to like, you only get, it's the only way to get certain crafting materials is by doing this challenge good enough. Mm-hmm. So, and also, there's like Jiminy Journal, Jiminy Cricket Journal stuff tied to all. Oh these God, things. my fucking Jiminy Cricket Journal! And that guy was such an asshole. Yeah. So, <clears throat> right. Um, I'm looking at like some of the requirements, and one of these things is like hit a billion points in Honey Slider. Oh God. Yeah. No, I did that on the first. Yeah, time I, I know. Me that. too. Um. But uh. Anyway, oh, but the 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 freaking uh, poster thing, like do the poster thing and under the time limit or whatever. Oh, yes. Where you like have to map out the correct route and can't touch the ground. So you have to like glide from one point to the other, like fast glide. Yeah. From one spot to the next. Stupid. Anyway. um, Yeah. So I've been playing that and and enjoying it. They also added a new a new form called limit form. And uh, the limit form adds. dodge roll back in mm-hmm. and uh it's the, it seems odd like i never want to use it because <laughs> like the like switching into like master form is like i don't know way better to be sure but uh and i haven't unlocked the final final form yet but yeah that's what i've been doing is like kind of grinding form levels and doing some of the tournament stuff. Um, yeah. And then I started to get back into the story and it's, man, it's, it's real dumb. And also the, the, I forgot how bad the voice actor for fake Johnny Depp is in the Jack Sparrow stuff. <laughs> Cause he just like, my roommate's watching it and he's just like, man, he sounds like he's just, drunk or on something and i'm like well that was kind of johnny depp in that movie (laughs) yeah but he just sounds so bad yeah and also just anyway story's nonsense it's just ridiculous Mm -hmm. well i've been playing zelda 2 the adventures of link yeah and fuck yeah if i like so it's like the I'm actually playing the cartridge, but I'm playing it on like the Retron that has like some of the emulator stuff, like save state and whatnot. And holy crap, I would not play that game if it if I did not have save state. It's so horrible. But I've got there's like so many just here's here's having to jump over lava and water and all, all this crap that flies at you and if it touches you it's gonna knock you back and you fall in the lava and die instantly and you've only got three lives so fuck you (laughs) and it's like this is like in the middle of a dungeon after you have to fight a bunch of other hard shit to get down there and now deal with this impossible jump it's like oh my gosh it's so horrible yeah yeah i'm so glad that they never made any more side-scrolling zellers ever again after that one yeah i remember playing that one more than the original when I was a kid. Yeah, probably because it took you 5,000 million hours to friggin' beat it. Oh, I never beat it. Oh, yeah, nobody beats it. Yeah, it's so weird because it it introduced the, like, like separate towns and everything that are side-scrolling, and you have to, like, do little... Don't you have to do little jobs for people? Kind of. Like, so each town has a wizard that will teach you a spell. Mm-hmm. And some of them... What a crazy world. Like, every town's got a wizard. Yeah, you know. It's like a post office for us, you know. Do they send things? The wizards? Yeah. 
No, it's just like a oh, requirement. Oh, you're just thinking okay. to to be a, to be like a legit town, you've got to have a wizard. Kind of oh, okay, thing. like a Sonic. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say like a Texas town, yeah? You <laughs> a Texas town, or yeah, just the south. In most the south most of the south or heartland or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like that kind of a thing. So, some of them. There'll be like a chick that comes out of the house and she won't let you in the house until you do something for her. And one of them was just ridiculous. Is like, I need water. And you like walk like two steps over and there's a fountain and you just hit a button at it. And it's like, oh, you found some water. And you walk back and she's like, oh, thanks. I'm like, seriously, bitch, <laughs> I'm trying to save the world here. And you can't walk two steps to get some water and just let me in and see this guy. So you walk um, over there and you're like, and do you just tell her about the water? Like, hey, there's a fountain over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, right. I I forgot since I've here. lived in this village my whole life and I work for the wizard and or the yeah. wizard's my dad or some crap. I don't know. But yeah. So this happens every time a lady comes out and stops you from seeing the wizard? Um, Most of the time. Like there's a couple of towns where they just, you just, just getting there um, is enough and he'll teach you a spell or something yeah um and then there's some where it's like i don't know if you remember there was like a spell called fairy and a spell called jump and like you had to like like the you couldn't get into the the building but if you turn into a fairy then you can fly up and go down the chimney or something like that kind of a thing oh that's crazy yeah i had no idea i didn't get that far and i haven't played that game for real it's at being an adult yeah, yeah, no, so there's a spell called Fairy that turns you into the fairy. Like, it's the same sprite that they use for the fairies that heal you if you find them. Yeah. And you have to, and then just you just fly around. And uh, um, there's only two spots in the game that I've encountered so far that you absolutely have to use Fairy. One is right after, one is like, you can't, you know, advance the plot until you find the fairy spell, and then... You fly up this like tall cliff that you can't possibly jump, and then you know go over. And then there's one other spot like to get in a dungeon where like you fall down a screen, and it's just impossible if you don't turn into a fairy like while you're falling mm-hmm. to like get over onto the ledge, and then you just fall to the ledge, and you have to go take the elevator back up and try again. Oh, but I'm pretty sure the only way to get over there is to turn into a fairy. Like within the one second that you're falling on the screen, um, and uh, yeah, so there's that. But like, then there's also two guys that teach you sword moves, which make the game possible. <laughs> like one is like it's like the up thrust and down thrust. Mm-hmm. You know, like you until you get those. Like there's some enemies that you can't even hurt, and uh, yeah, that game sounds pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And it's like, it's it's got the, um, it's the first instance of the full health when you slash your sword, you shoot a little beam out. Yeah. But it is piece of shit worthless. Like, <laughs> it is so useless, that power in this game. So, yeah. There's, it didn't do that in the first one? Uh, maybe it did. Uh, it probably I guess, did. I guess it did, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, cause like, there's like some of these, there's these night guys, which are like the most annoying. Oh, those are the ones where you have to like duck or like shoot high. Yeah. They've got a shield that keeps going up and down and like, I'm just like, screw that. I don't even try that noise. And if you jump and time your slash at just the right time, you hit them in the head Uh every time and they can never block it. So that's how I always hit them. But like the laser, like. If they're say they're blocking low and you hit them with like the the sword beam mm-hmm. and it hits them in the face, it doesn't damage them. They're just immune to the sword beam. So it's like fuck you. Full health is no reward in this game because the only enemies that are hard you can't damage with that with that ability. So it's like screw it. It's so <laughs> dumb. Well, sounds like a good game. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. just, oh, it's just so crazy. I mean, I know it's an NES game, but it's just, 
like the very first boss, it's just a horse. A, a, like a person with a, <laughs> she says it's, it's a, horse. a horse it's like a person with a horse head uh-huh. and i guess maybe it's a hat, hat a hat or something or maybe it's just reverse like centaur a reverse yeah I, I guess it's just like a reverse centaur but it's like like literally he just kind of like you can't jump over him he's too tall uh-huh because because of, ho- of the horse head sure yeah because it was yeah it's enormous head and he just like scooches forward and if you get too close he'll like and like this little like mace swing that kind of comes that kind of jets out and it's just like it's really hard to hit him and like you pretty much just have to do the like cheese jump attack but really the trick is to just have more life than him and like damage him like each time you go in if you damage him then you're probably okay like you have to cast the shield spell to take half damage uh-huh. and you just get in there and you just like that's how I bait pretty much all of the bosses. It's cast shield spell and I just cast get shield, in there. I cast shield spell and I just jump in there. I take a hit as I hit them, and they all usually have, they have like eight hits. Uh-huh. Like, and if you up your sword damage, then you can do. It takes fewer hits. Like sometimes you can do like two points of damage in a single hit. But it's like that's pretty much what it is. It's like I'm. It's so friggin' impossible to dodge your attacks, you stupid asshole. So I'm just gonna like jam in there and take the hit and just smash you. Uh-huh. And as long as I can dodge you like a time and every other time I hit you with that getting hit, then I'm okay. But otherwise I'm dead. Like if I go in for a hit and I don't damage him and he hits me, then it's like, nope, game over, just start over, because you're not gonna make it now. Yeah. There's some there's some of that crap in uh like the Kingdom Hearts thing where like the optional bosses will just like get, they, they'll get you into like a juggle juggle state where they just juggle you. Mm-hmm. And unless you're like jamming on like reflect or something, they're just they're just going to juggle you. All yeah, day. That, that's that's the only way that I beat Sephiroth was just I didn't hit him. I just waited for him to attack and reflected everything. Yeah. Like, don't attack him. Just reflect everything. Like, that's how you kill him. That's how you kill a lot of things. Uh, it turns out, yeah, it's kind of shitty. It's like the it seems like like the game almost like kind of devolved into just cast reflect was like the whole game at some point. There's a lot of that for sure. Um, because the it's like either reflect was overpowered or like all the enemies were not designed to be beaten a different way. Well, and and they'll have these like big tells and stuff, for, but and if you try to use like guard to do uh, to do the blocking and stuff instead of reflect, then he'll guard like the first, you know, three or so hits of the chain of hits they're doing at you, but they do like twelve hits at you, and so if you but so you're better off just like spamming reflect, uh, you know, a few times until their chain is done, and then it blasts them with with damage instead of. Like, right, yeah. Yeah. Like there's rare cases where like guard will actually like guard and parry their attack so that they'll get, you know, in a stunned state where you can actually attack them. But that's that's the exception, not the rule. And this is why you always choose the staff and never the shield. Yeah. Um uh, at least in two. Like it's it's just If you're not if you're not going full on magic, you're just a dumb dumb dumb. Um, I mean, most like, yeah, most normal stuff can be taken out real easy just by smacking it around. But like all the bosses, you're better off like dumping, dumping it into magic and going reflect. It's really odd. I hope that's one thing they fix in three whenever that comes out, you know, is that the bosses like I like the reaction command stuff that they've got. Um, and two, because it feels like like an interesting contextual thing to do for a boss fight. But the I I wish they would just get rid of the invincible states, uh, like where you can't you can't do anything to them. They're either they're invincible or they're near, nigh invincible because you're uh all you can do is uh 
while you're attacking is like uh like what is it like counter attack their attacks which doesn't actually take them out of the attack chain it just like dings off of their you know predetermined set of a move that they're going to do and so you either just have to dodge it reflect it well that's it that's all you can do is dodge it or reflect it and uh but you can't like get them out of it like there's mm-hmm. not a move that you can do and also like with the optional bosses like 100% of the time the first time you try to go into a drive form it uh turns you into the like heartless sora version things so you can't like you don't have a buddy because it eats both of them and also you can't cast magic to heal yourself and or reflect or anything like it's just the most worthless form mm-hmm. uh but it's like every time like every time you try to go to into a form the first time goes into that it's like they because they've got that weird like artificial counter thing where like the more you use a drive forms the more it adds to that counter mm-hmm. and maybe i'm just because apparently like final form like going to that is supposed to be like immune to that so maybe i just need to earn that and then go to these boss fights and go into final form to defeat them but that seems really lame like it just seems anyway i've been able to beat a handful of them so far there's one one guy that like puts a hit counter on you so like it doesn't you don't actually take hp damage you take damage to this number that goes down and uh, there's a way to restore it, but you have to, like, knock him into a reaction command somehow. I'm not even sure what the trigger is for that right now, but, like, you can get numbers back. So it's basically you can't cast heal, so you're doomed. Is that the issue? Well, yeah, you you can't cast heal, so you just have to, like, not get hit. Right, so reflect um, again. Yeah, reflect again, but, <clears throat> but also, like... And, oh, and then he did this one... He does this one move... And I have no idea what happens, but uh, he does this move where he like opens up these three portals on the ground and he's covered himself in like rose roses. And also you have roses on you like rose rose thorn things. And like sleeping beauty area or something. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. It's in that area. But he's not a sleeping beauty like he's an organization 13 guy anyway. But yeah, I guess I get thematically like that makes sense. But anyway, the. So he does this thing and I don't know what the portals do, but I tried I one time I just like stood in one of the sections of the of the arena where the portal wasn't. And then he like teleported to me after he got done with that and like slashed at me some more. And then the next time I try to fight him. He started doing that thing because he just stands still in the middle. And I'm like, oh, I'll just go up and attack him while he's doing this. Instant death. Like, I still had like 30 hits left on my hit counter. And it was just like, boom, dead. I was like, that's some bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody leaves themselves completely open and then that somehow just murders you. Yeah, it makes them invincible and instant kills me. And it's like, well, this is a poorly designed boss fight. Yeah. If they wanted that effect, they should have put him somewhere that you couldn't reach him. Yeah, they should have done something. A- anyway, like some of these boss fights are interesting and some of them are just dumb and have these like weird like insta insta murder things. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like if you have to resort to an insta death kind of thing like that without any sort of rural structure that makes sense to establish it, you're just kind of reaching for I don't know. Yeah. It's like fake. It's kind of a shitty way to do difficulty, I guess. Right. It's like, well, we're out of ideas. What if we just killed you? That works, right? We're we're Japan. We're into that stuff. <laughs> uh um so I did have I did have one topic though that I wanted to get to. I and uh it's the article itself is uh, oh, you put one on here, too. Did you read the thing that I put? No, but we can talk about mine first because it's dumber. Okay. And also, since we just talked about death, like... Yeah. It's... Basically, it's the death of AIM, the <laughs> AOL Instant Messenger. They're finally, after 20 years, uh, shutting it down. 
Man, I wonder if people are actually still on it. I I think there must be some that are still on it. Yeah. But uh yeah. And it's kind of amazing. It's like does I guess does AOL still exist as a company like Well, I mean, they're absorbed in Time Warner, right? Okay. Right? I still? don't know. I don't really Are they that. still AOL Time Warner? Or? I guess. Yeah, I guess that's what happened to them. So they're part of Warner. Yeah. But I was surprised that it was still going. Yeah. When I heard that it was getting it's it's like that kind of thing. It's like well, we're finally doing, we're shutting this down. You know, it's like, that was still going. It's like when people turned right. off Friendster, it's like, what? Right. Friendster was still around. You it's kind of like, mean? oh, wait, what do you mean? Polly Shore is not dead? Yeah. <laughs> it's still around. But it's like, that's, uh, yeah, shutting down AIM. It's like, yes, the 90s are definitely over. Hold on, Polly Shore is not dead, right? <laughs> we didn't yeah, look we this up before. I don't know. Yeah, we should probably find out if Polly Shore is dead before you make that comment. I have to go edit it out. No, I don't have to edit that out. Polly Shore. <laughs> Polly Shore is. He's got events. Okay, he's got events on a calendar. He's still alive. Still alive. Polly right, Shore. Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> Weasel's still kicking. Uh huh. Um. I really hope his tombstone says Pop Goes the Weasel when he does die. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's funny because he's not dead. So. (laughs) Since we've confirmed. (laughs) It's not in in poor taste because he's still alive. Yeah. It's not tactless. It would... Well, it would be worse if he was dead. It would be just, worse if he just died. It would have been inappropriate, but otherwise, it's fine. Yeah, if like if I just found an article saying that he like died yesterday, then it would be like, ugh. Yeah, that would that would probably be a little yeah. Soon. Have to wait a wait a wait a couple weeks for that one. Unless it really was on his tombstone, in which case it's called funny it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally called it. So yeah, right. Um, but uh. Yeah, and that reminded me, like, do you remember Trillion also? Yeah, I remember Trillion. And I don't even remember what the, because, like, Trillion, it was, like, the merger of, like, AIM and what were the other ones? ICQ. Yeah. Um, Microsoft's, like, MSN, Instant Messenger. Yes. Yahoo Messenger. Um, do Are any of those other ones still around? The Yahoo and MSN ones are not. I'm assuming ICQ's also dead. Yeah. So, um, but there was a there were a lot of. <laughs> sir, I think it, they looped in Google Talk at one point as well, or Google Chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of different services that were hooked into the Trillion. Yeah. Now I wonder if Trillion has any reason to exist anymore. Um. Maybe I think they I think they started integrating like Facebook stuff, so they probably uh-huh. have Facebook Messenger. Well, and the, but I mean, there's uh, like a whole new slew of like chat things, like because there's like Discord and Slack mm-hmm. and uh, Skype and a whole bunch of other new crap that's come about. Yeah. So something that would merge all that, which seems like that would still be useful. Well. Maybe. I could see like something that merged or that could connect to like Steam and Discord and Slack and Origin and those other things that like, you know, like those other game system or infrastructures that like are all, you know, separate entities and so you have like separate lists of friends and everything and if you could just yeah. merge all of those contacts and be like okay like this is jeff like jeff is this user on steam and this user on discord and this user on this other thing right and just communicate through one system like one unified system and like join games and stuff through that one thing like that would be cool yeah it'd be great and like it's also the future or i guess the present but in AOL terms, it's the future. So it seems like it should also, like, I also want it to, like, link up voice and video and stuff, too. 
because like that's that's the reason why aim is dead is because it was still just like text messaging oh yeah like never like you know all the other ones integrated voice chat and video chat and it never did any of that yeah like yeah in an era where we can do (laughs) skype calls and that kind of thing or even like all of the all the just bizarre things like you know gif integration and that kind of stuff yeah like yeah like all those ones that like slack and skype have where you can just like type poop and it'll do like a little dancing poop or something and right and yeah and slack has a bunch of other just like plugins and stuff that you can utilize for different things so it's just way more like useful and it's also still free um surprisingly like it i guess enough people like pay for the the premium stuff at like an enterprise level that it like the free people get to like kind of just yeah i mean it's definitely one of those that's that's kind of how skype is too right where it's like the uh it would if they didn't offer a free option then they also wouldn't have anybody paying for the the paid version right because it's like it's kind of like how free-to-play gaming works like the the uh the paid users are the ones that kind of fund it. The yeah. people that pay are the ones that fund it. But most of those games wouldn't be able to exist without the free users as well. Well, yeah, because you've got to build a user base and <clears throat> yeah. making it free, like, like makes it easy for people to get on board. Right. And then you have a you have a paid tier or something if you need. If you need more, right, yeah. like if you want like the free version doesn't offer like archiving messages or anything. Yeah. Or And I I don't know if there's like something else where like once you get a, above a certain number of users, like you have to start paying yeah. for it that kind of yeah. thing. So, you know, there's uh yeah, I mean it's kind of like that same sort of idea, like build a user base, make it free, and then also offer like a premium version. Yeah. But um, unlike <laughs> unlike a lot of free to play games like the free version's like still really useful <laughs> and, like <laughs> enjoyable to use yeah i mean that's kind of the trick with free to play game development like you have to make something that's fun that for people that don't spend money but also still make spending money enticing yeah cuz there the features aren't like you know you, you can't you can't do something like you know number of users in a thing like because that's not a concept like everybody's well although there is stuff like that in certain games like uh inventory space is kind of like that oh yeah inventory space (laughs) or like if you wanted to do like guilds or something like that then that could be a paid there's also things like level caps and stuff too oh that's that's odd because it's it's sort of a different way to lock content if you think about it like if you say like you can play like I can't remember which there's I think it was a if it was DC or Marvel had like a MMO kind of ish game where it's like you can play as like any of these heroes up to a certain level but then if you want to keep playing higher if you want to keep leveling up which probably means being able to access higher level content you have to be able to be higher level uh you have to pay to unlock their level caps or something. Hmm. And yeah, they have some know. heroes that you just have to pay to be able to play it all. Like Marvel had that Marvel Heroes game and you had access to like a small roster of heroes for free, I think. And then there was like or you could you there was a, a list of things that you could pick from and you could pick one and that was your free one. And then if you like now uh, and then like I think after that point if you wanted to pick a different hero you had to pay to unlock the different heroes that were that were still in the, in the free list at the beginning, but you've already consumed your free hero, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But then you have to buy the the other heroes that you want to play as. Yeah, it may be the same game, but I think there's also like level caps that you would spend to unlock. Oh, well, I don't know. I haven't actually played that game, so it seemed like a weird diablo thing oh the one thing that did kind of like make me interested in playing that though was seeing somebody fight like a tyrannosaurus rex or something in the like 
uh, the, Savage Land. the Savage Lands, and then seeing the T-Rex like ragdoll and flop around all over the place, and because he's this gigantic thing that's like ten times the size of the player characters, but it's getting knocked around like it's you know a balloon. <laughs> so it's like it's more like they're playing like a Macy's Day float, <laughs> exactly. <something>. Yeah. <laughs> and here now I'm punching out the giant underdog balloon. Oh no! Here's the Bart Simpson <laughs> falling all over us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's weird that do they still do those balloons on the Macy's Day Parade you know it's been years since I've seen them I think so I doubt Bart Simpson's in the lineup still I'm probably even less likely that they have underdog <laughs> they probably still have Garfield yeah <laughs> so terrible still exists <laughs> you really hate Garfield huh well it's just not good well it's not a good comic that's no. for sure it's a bad, it's like, it's not funny when he's in it. Yeah, it's, yeah, the Garfield minus Garfield almost makes it funny, but sometimes it's still just really not good. Well, the Garfield minus Garfield is like 90 percent likely to be just John looking very depressing, Yeah, which yes. I find funny. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's sh- like, fo- sh- shot of John looking forward, photocopy shot of John looking forward, now his exact same position, but his eyes are bugged out. Or or his eyes are half closed. <laughs> but my favorite was like like something like that where it's like like he's looking to the looking to the right, looking to the right, and then his head's just like in his in his in his like uh like folded up in his arm, you know, like just a head head down on the counter, like he's given up. And it's like Yes, John. Yeah. Which only furthers the assumption that John, that Garfield doesn't really exist. He only exists in John's mind. I'm I'm pretty sure it's one of those. It's like one of those Fight Club kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Where like literally John is just by himself. Does Odie exist? No. So none of the animals exist. No. Well, that explains why he can't have a like consistent date. <laughs> <laughs> Let me invite you to my house. You can you can meet my pets, and they're just like, "Oh God!" And he buys this is how I die, them. isn't it? <laughs> yes. He just sees. They just come over and just see these bowls just covered with food because he keeps feeding them, uh-huh. even though it's nothing's time to eating eat. It. And all of these just trays and trays of lasagna. Yeah, just everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. And there's just like bugs and maggots just crawling out of them. It's just so horrible. Uh-huh. It's John like a hoarder's is, house, except instead of stacks of newspaper that you might get buried under, it's like mountains of dog food. Yeah. It's stacks of noodles. Yeah. And there is like the, the little rat character, like that's real. Like that's a real rat. <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't talk. <laughs> Normal's real. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, no. But... But John does but John, keep putting it in a box. But yeah, John's the one that keeps mailing it back to everybody. <laughs> He's like, keeps taking it to the post office. They're like, oh God, it's just, it's that Arbuckle guy again. Here we go. <laughs> God, you, you gotta quit putting these cats in boxes. Normal's not the same cat any, either. It's just any cat. It's always, it's always like a gray cat. It's always a gray cat, but it's never the same gray cat. Because there is a cat that keeps breaking in because there's just piles of cat food. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just feral. It's just a feral cat society that lives probably in his backyard. Yeah. And and comes in and sneaks sneaks into and tries to eat all of his gross. Well, I guess it's dry food, so it probably doesn't like go bad, right? Yeah. Unless he does does fancy feast or something. (laughs) Yes. But the lasagna is. But the lasagna is just. It's awful. It's awful. And the smell, you can't walk in there. No. It smells like an Italian family died. <laughs> oh, God, it's like the Sopranos in here. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of dying Italian families, I finally watched The Godfather and The Godfather 2. Yeah? Yeah. Is that, is that one of those, like, you really should watch kind of things? I will say uh, The Godfather, the original Godfather, is worth watching. Like, it's actually a well-made movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Citizen Kane, you'll realize just where all of those 
like Simpsons jokes all the from? Simpsons jokes came from. Uh-huh. And uh and also you'll you'll find that like um if you've ever played any game like any video game about the mafia um they only rip off the godfather and other <laughs> crime movies and none of them are original like they're they're like as much like any any praise any video game like even the mafia games which i enjoyed like any praise that they get for their story it's like okay well they're just ripping off the godfather though or scarface the God, yeah, the Godfather, Scarface, or like other like books, because the Godfather, you know, was uh, a series of books. It's like you're just ripping off these series of books or movies, and you guys are hacks. Like, shut up. <laughs> sure. Uh, so yeah, but the God, the original Godfather, it's long, but it's good, and Godfather Two, not nearly as good, not nearly as good. It, the the stories feels less less structured it feels like they had an idea for two movies and they filmed one and a half of those and one of them takes place after the first movie and the other one takes place before the first movie and they just every once in a while jam sections of that half movie prequel into parts of the sequel and so it feels real just kind of jumpy back and forth and neither one of them like interconnect. There's not like interplay between the two storylines. That would be like, oh, like the stuff that the Don, the Godfather did in the past, like you know, affected. So, so it's the not like lost or something. Well, I mean, it's not like it's not like. Well, okay, yeah, it's not like frequency, right? Where the son is like talking to Dennis Quaid in the past or whatever, and he's a firefighter, and he's like having to tell him over the radio. Remember the ham radio. No, I'm talking about like Lost. Like oh. every Lost episode, I guess you didn't watch much Lost. No. Okay. So, well, okay. Wait, I did watch a lot of Lost. Okay, so I like, watched season like, two through whatever. Every Lost episode, they like have a main storyline for a character. Like this is going to be the Hurley episode. Oh yeah. And so we'll we're gonna go through and like he's gonna do some stuff on the island, but we're gonna constantly flash back to his previous life, and the the flashbacks of his previous life show why he's acting so stupid right now. Like oh, that was yeah. pretty much like every lost episode. It was like, why is this character acting in a way that seems so dumb? Oh, they were an idiot on their in in their past <laughs> life. <laughs> oh okay. No, they were also dumb like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> they took my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they So no, it's not like that because it, it can't be because the uh it's two it's two different characters right like the guy totally two disparate stories yeah it's two completely unrelated stories happening uh and it just inter intercuts between the two and also the story like the like setup and betrayal and stuff that's that takes place in the second movie is like not as like there's you just don't it's not as well executed and it's not very satisfying and then it just ends up being like the main guy, like killing everybody, almost everybody in his organization. And then also it like cuts to like a trial suddenly after like intermission, I think. And it's like, wait, where did this come from? Oh, crap. But I missed something in that first half. Or is this just like coming out of nowhere? And yeah. And it, it didn't come out of nowhere, but I think it's one of those times where like, Maybe it made more sense in the book, like how it was written, but like <laughs> one of those rare instances where you feel like the need to have like know what happened in the book. Yeah, like after the key witness shows up for the trial and you're like, oh, right. OK, no, like I get why that guy's there. And I and I that harkens back to the, the beginning of the movie. But I didn't see like none. There was no like there was nothing telling me that there was going to be this huge trial or there was no like weird and it wasn't cutting to like FBI investigations or anything. It was just like, here's a, here's a court scene. Here's somebody giving a testimony that you haven't seen before. And I'm just like, what the crap is happening? Well, great. You Um, spoiled the movie for me and yet also not told enough for me to be interested. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's not a great movie. It's definitely not as good as the first one. It's all right, but it's um, 
It's got some good acting. I will say these two movies are the they star Al Pacino in the least Al Pacino role I've ever seen him in. And I can't watch him in anything. Well, watch him in The Godfather because it's not what you think. It's not whoa, you know, it's not heat Al Pacino. It's not scent of a woman Al Pacino. It's not, you know, uh, it's not even like Dick Tracy Al Pacino. It's it's a it's like a completely different actor is there, and he vaguely looks like Al Pacino but younger. Okay. And there's only like a little bit at the end of the first movie where it's like, oh, that's the Al Pacino that that grows up. That's the Al Pacino he grows up to be. But it makes sense for the movie because it's uh, it's a time where he like actually gets like really angry. So, yeah, it's the first one's a good one, second one not great. But it does have what you will see also in the second one is all of the scenes and all of the lines that uh, John Lovett quotes in City Sickers 2. You'll see all of those lines. Okay. And so that uh, City Slickers 2 ruined The Godfather 2 for me in a few ways. And one of them <laughs> is that there's that whole speech where at the beginning of City Slickers 2 where, where John Lovett is like, you take care of me. You take care of me. You're my kid brother. You know, uh-huh. I should be taking care of you. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm smart. You know, that part. Uh-huh. That's a serious moment in the, se- in the second Godfather movie. <laughs> and I was cracking up the whole time because I could only hear John Lovitz shouting through this guy's voice. And I was just and I was just laughing. And it was not <laughs> not, appropriate. Not, not appropriate for that part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you kind of got a reputation for laughing at inappropriate times in pretty much every movie that you see. Well, that's true. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't deny that. I just find things funny. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I recommend the Godfather. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's yeah. Coming. I've, I think you know, coming from me, that that means, like, more, like, a lot. Because it's, like, it's not just some, like, film nerd who's like, oh, you should definitely watch The Godfather. It's like, uh-huh. I hate Citizen Kane. And I will tell you, like, <laughs> never watch that movie. It doesn't hold up. It only matters if you're, like, a serious film student and you know the history of, like, why that movie mattered in film history. And you're watching it for the reasons of, like, yeah. Why it's, it's why why it was why it was interesting and why it was like uh why why it was influential at the time it was made. But at, now, watching it now, it will feel like just a bad movie. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but Godfather t- Godfather still a good movie. Um Yeah, okay. So, enough about the Godfather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why was I talking about that? Oh, Dead Italians. That's what it was. That's what got me on that. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> uh, okay, so the thing that I posted in our notes was uh, this terrible Polygon article. Polygon's got some of the worst writing. Great. Um, <laughs> there, are, there are two things about the Polygon that are good, and they're both last name is McElroy. And they make some awesome videos, but but everything else about this website is just garbage because they it feels like the people who work at this website don't actually like video games. They like or they want video games to just be a bunch of gone homes to where there's not like a game you play. There's just like a story you like have him like walking. Zeno Saga? No, like like they just want to like they don't want to like have to play a game. A game. Okay. They want to be able to just experience the game at them. Like they okay. want to be able to like look at pretty things <clears throat> and like hear an interesting story. And it's almost like, well, That's why don't movie. you Yeah, like why don't you just go watch a movie? Like why do you stop? Why don't you stop like reviewing or like writing about video games? Because it doesn't movies. look like anything 
doesn't like doesn't really look like you're interested in the interaction part of the game because this this article is basically like talking about how like have you heard about Cuphead? Yes. Okay, so it's basically a game, uh, an, art, uh, an article talking about how Cuphead is really hard, and uh, that um, because it's really hard, some people will never get to see the whole thing. And I'm guessing that this guy's one of them because, like, most of the people at Polygon are bad at video games. There's several. There's several YouTube videos where, like, it shows off, like, oh, one of the guys who like. There's like an infamous video where the guy couldn't even get through the tutorial of Cuphead, which is just platforming, just jumping over a thing, and he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Or it took him like five minutes to do it, this one obstacle. Anyway, it seems like they're way more interested in writing about like just like self-important articles about video games than they are about like writing about game development. and. And this thing is like asking the question, like, should developers feel or should developers um, include essentially like a story mode or like a like a like a play the game for me mode? Yeah. Like, I don't have to actually do something because this is too hard mode where they get to just like see everything. And this guy compares games to like. Uh, uh, like movies and books and about like being able to like experience the whole thing because you purchased a ticket or you bought the book or whatever and it's like well those are passive mediums like you don't have to there's not actually like a thing like the like, the point of it being a game is to actually like, like literally asking for games to stop being games right that's like saying well can't every football team go to the world go, go to the world series <laughs> Go, yes. Can't every football team go to the World Series and get the Stanley a, Cup? My, my sports analogies are really on point. They're okay. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, like can't can't every football team go to the Super Bowl because they're they you know they made it. They to all the NFL. compete. They you all know? competed. Like that's some. I mean, I'm not going to throw this around much, but that's some millennial bullshit right there. That's <laughs> yeah. some everybody gets a trophy. Fuck fucking bullshit. Yeah, like <laughs> it's. Uh, it was it was yeah and he he goes on like at the end of the thing saying like i you know i paid for the game shouldn't i be able to see the end and it's Not like you suck yeah it's like well if you play through it all yeah yeah like, like that's why it's a that's why it's a game you know yeah. but it's you know it's one of those things where i like i look at these other these other things that call themselves games like you know like dear esther where you just like walk forward and it's like oh of course you can experience the whole thing there's not a challenge to it. It's not a video game. It is a it is a it is an art piece. It is a uh, like what I consider a virtual installation. Yeah. You know, it's not a it's not a video game. It just uses video game technology. And right. like that's what you want it. You want to call it a video game so that people will take you seriously. But they don't even but that's that's even kind of a joke because writing about video games is like who takes that seriously? <laughs> Which part do not people not take seriously? Writing about video games. Writing oh like video game like reviews or Yeah, well whatever these people consider they consider themselves journalists and it's like yeah, you're not a journalist. Oh video game journalism, yeah, sure. Like yeah. journalism requires like research and sources and like actually, you know writing something anyway. Actually understanding and having a competence about the industry or about the product you're looking at and not like not being able to play a game and not knowing how video games are made and like not bothering to look into that, yeah. you know, because so many of these people who write for things like they don't know what's going on in the industry. Like they don't know how people do anything <laughs> and you can tell by how they write stuff and like <clears throat> mm-hmm. the kind of demands and stuff that they make like yeah. developers should be doing this. And it's like, well, no, like if you understood how video games work as like a business or creatively or what the actual process is to make a video game like you'd realize like well yeah and sometimes the stuff they ask for are things aren't even things that players want like yeah the game where everybody wins like people want to play that because you're not actually playing anything yeah because when those games get made people think they suck yeah 
I mean, that's that's what Xenogears was, right? Or Xenosaga, or whatever. Uh-huh. It's just like basically just hitting okay through a thousand cutscenes. Yeah. Or like I mean, where your choices don't make any difference to the story, and you just kind of advance no matter what you do. Like, it's kind of. A, I mean, it's a, it's the thing that like the Metal Gear series gets like raked over the coals for all the time. It's like, oh, like you know, you get five minutes for every cutscene in those games, which I don't think is true, but. But four was, you know, Metal Gear Four was definitely like a chief offender of that. Like, there's a lot of cutscenes in that game. Yeah, and Final Fantasy Thirteen. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think, I think I spent more time in tutorial than I did actual like video game playing. Because the tutorial's forty hours, <laughs> and the game is forty six hours. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things that like. Uh, like this guy's article and and there's other articles just talking about like I don't know. It just it, it's it's weird that the only, you know, the only outlets for like news about like what games are coming out and that kind of stuff like are veering into this weird like self-aggrandizing like self-important writing about like about like just not even about games just about themselves in games you know and it's just really weird <laughs> and also kind of sad to read because mm-hmm. it's like they just miss the point you know and it's like i get why everybody like who's writing for video games would like want every game to be another telltale game or something because it like doesn't require anything from them to beat it they just have to click through the choices and then they get to the end and it's like, okay, you know, I could do that in a solid like eight hours. I can write my review of it. But like if they can't play a game that's like exceptionally well made, like Cuphead looks like it is, uh, but it's like they can't get to the end and it's just like, well, they can't write like a legitimate review about it because, you know, they can't actually play it. Well, I mean, if the review is it looks beautiful but it's hard like that's enough for most people to know what to expect from it right yeah yeah i mean i mean that's basically that's basically all i've heard about that game yeah is those two those two facts i don't i don't want people to write a review about a game i don't want people to get all the way to the end of the game and write a review about it sometimes because sometimes like i don't think that is net is always necessary you know, I think I think it gives I think having completed it gives an uh, a different perspective. Right. I, I mean, there's definitely a point in time when you're playing a game like if you're playing a really. Like a really deep RPG. That's like, you know, that's going to take you like a like 100 hours or something. Then it's like okay, you probably don't have to play all 100 hours to tell me what I need to know as a consumer about the game. You know, but if you've been playing it for 20 and you're like, this is real solid, then, okay, like, explain some of the mechanics that you've got, and and that kind of stuff, and, like, how I guess, works. maybe that's part of my point, is, like, I don't think a, I think if your game takes 10 hours for somebody to understand what it's about, then you're, you're definitely dragging shit on way too, too much, you know? Like, what, well, like, what, I guess, what, What's an example of a game that you need to play for more than six hours to to fully comprehend what the game is about? I I would say like I would say like a lot of like JRPGs and so I would say that for like playing you know even playing this you know Kingdom Hearts two right it took me a like I can give you kind of an idea of like how the game sort of plays in the early stages of things but like. Once I started like unlocking like the drive forms and like getting I think it takes me like more than six hours just to even get to like the Coliseum and stuff. So like just to see the breadth of like what kind of content is there. Yeah, I mean, that that game, but that game like, first of all, that game is like minigame hell. So, I mean, part of it is. Well, even other JRPGs, right? Like I wouldn't go I wouldn't sit there and tell you like, here's my review of Final Fantasy 15. Uh, and 
having only played six hours of it because it's early on you you get a sense of like what you can do like you start getting the jobs and stuff and but you but it isn't until you kind of like work through a lot of that stuff and yeah you spend a lot of time but it's like okay like for the person who's looking for like a very story driven rpg experience like this isn't that this is a lot of like you can there's a lot of the content is like bounty board stuff and other random side jobs and things. Cause if you go through the story, like that's not satisfying and there's some really crappy stuff in it. And like, but if I just spent, you know, the first six hours or the first 10 hours and then wrote a review on it, like I wouldn't even know about the shenanigans at the end of that game, which like doesn't ruin the game, but it does definitely change my perspective about how I talk about it. Right, but I think I think maybe something maybe something you don't realize is most people don't finish games. Oh, I know that. I, I mean, mean, like, we've got data that if tracks you, people. If, if you play a game for eight hours to write a review about it, you're going to play it more than most people who are going to get the game. Yeah, like, like, we've got, you know, all kinds of, like, user tracking stuff in our games. It's like, okay, there's like a small percentage of people who played it like to completion. There's an even smaller percentage of people who played it more than once and like tried different characters. And there's even smaller portion of people who played it like, you know, more than two times. But the majority of people like played, you know, up to, you know, probably like less than 70% of what we had there. And th- and those people are spending a lot of money on the game. That's not even like playing like a free game or yeah, you know something like that. Yeah, like it's not a it's not a, it's not a free to play game or anything. It's and yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. So, I I think if your game, I think if the content or gameplay of your game plays dramatic can changes dramatically after like ten to twelve hours, you're probably kind of fucking up a little bit that's that's sort of my opinion anyway yeah i don't know that it's changes that it would that some of these games like change dramatically but i would say they they can incorporate things that make a change that is that is still significant mm-hmm. or that is still like noteworthy yeah like i think kingdom hearts 2 like if we're talking about that game like that one was fucking ridiculous because you spend all this time pointlessly as roxas and it's like, yeah, it's like basically that's the review of the game. It's like if you want to play, if you want to be Sora, get ready for, you know, a fucking punch to the face because <laughs> you have to go through this whole stupid bullshit forever before you can get him. Yeah, my game yeah. clock said like that. That took two hours to yeah. get through that tutorial. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, and it was like for no reason. Yeah, well, it's to set up their ridiculous story about nobodies. Plus, if you had played, you know, Chain of Memories, you would have known about the connection between Roxas and Sora. Yeah, I did, and I don't. And he's the nobody for, but Sora's in. But now he's, but now he's part of him. No, still, still no connection. Still don't understand what's happening. Well, you see, like the organization thirteen, they want all the hearts, and so they want the heart list to to turn into hearts. Stop! No, you're not allowed to talk about this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) you want to wrap it up? Wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, you start trying to explain the Kingdom Hearts story again. That's when it's time to go home. Okay, uh, what do you want to call it? I don't know. I feel like something to do with, like, there is no Garfield. There is no Garfield. <laughs> All that's stuck in my head right now is, like, just piles of... Piles of lasagna. lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smells like that Italians. Smells like an Italian family died in here. That's kind of a long title. That's kind of a long title, yeah. How about Nermal is real? <laughs> Nermal is real. <laughs> okay.
Oxen free, 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 free,